He heard the front door open, some voices, and then Clara entered his office and handed him a note. Brad Cleary is here to see you. The girl waited for his response. Skeen sighed and said to Dillis, I've got to hang up, darling. A blowhard has just come in and wants an appointment. I'll be home for dinner. Dillis said goodbye. Skeen replaced the handset. He slipped into a suit jacket and nodded to Clara. Clara left and showed two men into his office. One man was dressed in a black and white and red checked suit that showed under his open overcoat. He wore a faded plaid tie, the same colors, secured to a shirt collar with a gold tie bar with pearl ends. His clean-shaven face, while not actually fox-like, gave one that impression. It was long and thin, nearly feral. His eyes were brown, the hair black, the eyes were opaque and expressionless. The second man wore a pinstripe suit under his overcoat. His face was pallid, chubby, and was ornamented with a smudge of a mustache. Out of courtesy, he had removed his plain hat. He was bald. His black eyes were fixed steadily on Skeen. He carried a leather briefcase. The first man stepped forward and introduced himself. "'I'm Brad Clary, Mr. Skeen. How do you do?' He stepped closer to Skeen's desk and thrust out a hand. Skeen had risen. He did not offer his hand. He stood scrutinizing the pair with as blank and indifferent a stare as he could muster. Clary dropped his hand and glanced at his companion. "'And this is Mr. Frank Garza, my attorney?' "'What happened to Mr. Erlanger, attending his ballet lessons?' Garza snorted once and cracked a faint smile. "'He called on you yesterday? He's busy,' said Cleary. He paused. "'Mind if we sit down?' "'Yes, I would mind,' said Skeen, sitting in his armchair. "'You came here without making an appointment. I might have been out, and you'd have wasted your time then, too.' Skeen paused. Uh, "'Then again, my agency is not a public service. I can turn away anyone I wish.' Clary waved his hands. "'I see you are getting off on the wrong foot. There's no reason to be so hostile. We won't take up much of your time, sir. We just want to ask a few questions.' While Clary was speaking, Skeen reached into a side drawer and took out an unmarked bottle of bourbon and a shot glass. He glanced at it once, and with a nod indicated it for Clary. "'Care for a hair of the dog, Mr. Clary? Something to loosen the tongue and perhaps the inhibitions?' Clary frowned. "'That's illegal, Mr. Skeen, and—' I don't drink. Skeen uncapped the bottle and poured the whiskey into the shot glass. That's not what I've heard, Mr. Clary. It said you're partial to eucalyptus juice. Excuse me? Skeen shook his head. Never mind, it's an old wives' tale. He paused to light an old gold and took a sip of the whiskey. Now, what do you want to know? Clary glanced again at his attorney. We just want to know if you're conducting any kind of investigation concerning the unfortunate death of that journalist, Mickey Kane, and, if not, if you're investigating me. Skeen shrugged. If I am in either account, then it's none of your business. Mr. Kane was a friend of mine, and I might be looking into the circumstances of his death. You are a public figure, and so naturally fair game for anyone's investigation. And I may or may not be investigating you. "'You're not being civil,' said Cleary. "'I didn't come here all the way from Los Angeles to fight you.' "'I'm not fighting you,' said Skeen. "'You're free to stand on the ring and shadow box all you wish, "'but not in my office. "'If it can be said that I'm investigating anything, "'it would be a murder, that's all.' "'Cleary's face went red. "'He wagged a finger at Skeen. "'I'm going to get your P.I. license, Yank Skeen. "'You can't talk to a public servant that way.' "'Yes, I can, and will,' said Skeen. And better men than you have tried to yank my license. 
Garza cleared his throat and stared at Cleary. He jerked his head in the direction of the door. This is going nowhere, Mr. Cleary. The man is right. We're wasting our time. He turned and began to walk out of the office. Cleary threw Skeen one last wicked look and turned to follow. Skeen heard the front door slam shut so hard that the pebbled glass in it rattled. Clara came into the office wearing a broad grin. Wow! she exclaimed. I heard everything! Skeen's brow rose in question. Did they shut the front door? Clara laughed. No, I did. That kind of retreat deserved a kick in the butt. Skeen chuckled lightly and shook his head. What am I going to do with you, young lady? He removed his jacket and sat down again. And now I'm going to finish my call with Dillis. We were so rudely interrupted. He picked up the handset and dialed his home number. Clara went back to her desk.